I said last weekend it was my last weekend as the assistant and I'd be a free agent after that. Well, because I'm going to World Youth Day, I got signed with a temporary contract. So I'm still your assistant, but I'm your second assistant. Father Salvino will be introducing himself at the end of this mass. So it's true, I'm actually still your assistant. We have two assistants right now here at Corpus Christi. Last weekend, I asked a question. Where do you lack peace in your life? Where do you lack peace? And for some people, it's things of the past. And I gave an image of a broken bowl. And this is a symbol of where you lack peace from your past. There are things in your past that are broken. Could be a broken relationship that although you feel like you've somewhat moved on, whenever you think about it, it still hurts. Or it could be broken dreams or hopes that you had when you were young, but now looking back, you know that you messed up and you can never make up for it. And the list can go on and on and on of brokenness. It could be a sin you bring to confession again and again, and although you hear you're forgiven, whenever you think about it, it seems like your life is broken. And so for some people, this is what makes you lack peace, thinking about your past. For other people, it's your future. And I gave another image of The Hobbit, that you are like Bilbo Baggins, and you are in your comfortable Hobbit hole. And the idea of a new life, the idea of what is outside of your comfort zone causes a lack of peace. There's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fears about what might come in your life. Jesus spoke about the cares of the world and the lure of wealth. And there are many people here who can be worried about finances, worried about the future, worried about providing. And often the response can be like Bilbo Baggins. And you can want to just stay with what's comfortable. And I was told two stories this week of people that had these experiences and it was so amazing what they shared with me that I want to take last weekend's homily of surrender and we're going surrender 2.0. So get ready. Jesus provides an image in today's gospel of a seed and good soil. Jesus is the good soil and we are the seed. And we are called to surrender our whole lives to him. Like a little seed, we are called to surrender everything, plunge our whole life into Jesus. Everything that has happened in the life of the seed up to that moment of surrender and the whole future of the seed, everything that's going to happen is called to give its whole life to Jesus. He is the only good soil in this world. And every single person here is like a little seed. And it can be fearful at times to think about what that might mean to surrender our whole life to Jesus. But Jesus says, surrender your life to me. Give everything, all of your past, all of your future. Give your whole life to me. And I 
will give, in one case, a hundredfold, in another 60, and in another 30. Boys, imagine if I gave you a dollar and I said, sometimes you're gonna get $100 back, other times 60, other times 30. Aaron knows that as an investment manager, that's the greatest deal ever known to man. And so Jesus says, if you surrender your whole life to me, your whole story, all of your past, all of your future, your whole life, this is what I will do for you. And to give an image of how he can take the brokenness of your past, and if you surrender it to him, your whole past, this is the image of what Jesus can do. This is what the hundredfold return looks like. For those who don't know, this is called Kintsugi pottery. And the philosophy behind Kintsugi pottery says that the broken pieces, if you glue it back together with this golden glue, it can proclaim a more beautiful story that brokenness is not something to throw away, but it's something to allow the golden glue to piece it back together. And it has a unique story of glory. And this is what Jesus can do with your past. He can gather up all of the brokenness, your whole story, and he can put it back together into something far more glorious. One woman came to me this week and she allowed me to share her story with you. About 20 years ago, newly married, walked up into the room and found her husband doing something on the computer and doing something with himself that he was not supposed to do. And it broke her heart. This is the image of what happened to her heart. And 20, 30 years after, still this. But she surrendered that event to Jesus. She went to the Adoration Chapel. She went to confession. She poured out her heart of brokenness to Jesus. And this is what Jesus did to her life, to that memory. She shared with me that she saw herself walking up to that room and seeing her husband and experiencing the brokenness. And all of a sudden, she invited Jesus into her past. And now she was no longer crying by herself. Jesus was holding her hand, weeping with her. And Jesus led her back downstairs and they cried together. And after a while of crying, Jesus brought her back upstairs. Jesus brought her back upstairs and pointed at her husband. And she said, he, Jesus said to her, I love that man. I've given my life for him. And now the story of brokenness from her past is this. It's glory. When she thinks of that memory, it is now a sign of God's love. That he pieced back together a broken event of her past and now is a sign of the glory of God. I met a woman at Holy Family Hospital. Her name is Norma. 
and she found herself as a 44-year-old woman divorced. And she felt like Bilbo. She felt like she's just got to take care of herself now and the worries and fears of her future as a 44-year-old divorced woman. She felt like she just had to take care of herself. And one day she went to a prayer gathering as a Baptist and a Catholic priest she'd never met before walked up to her and said, you need to go to the Holy Land right now. And that was the moment of Gandalf breaking into her comfortable hobbit hole in the Shire and offering her a new life. And she went for it. She showed up to the Holy Land, doesn't know the language, doesn't know a single person in the Holy Land. And she thought, what do I do? Well, I'm a nurse, shows up at the hospital, and she says, I'm willing to volunteer my time as a nurse. And they say, actually, we have a special task, a special mission, that there is this group in Syria, Bedouins, who lives in caves, and there, there are a lot of sick children, and we need one person to give their life to this group because they don't trust the medical staff. They think that we're, we don't have good motives. But if there's one woman who's willing to give her life to these people, they might trust us eventually. She said, I'll go. She lived in a cave with a group of people for six months. And she gave her life to these people. And she saw God work miracles of healing in the lives of the children and all these people that were sick in caves. And after six months, they finally said, we trust you. And they were able to bring in medical staff and she went back to the Holy Land. And she met Irish missionaries and the Irish missionaries said, we need someone to sneak into this place in Russia and bring the gospel there. She said, I'll give my life for it, I'll go. And for the next 15 years, she gave herself completely to whatever someone wanted of her. And now she is an 88-year-old woman in a wheelchair at Holy Family Hospital. She has one tooth. She can't walk. And I've never seen someone so joyful. Jesus revealed the trilogy of her life, a sneak peek. And it is amazing to hear her story. The joy of full surrender is alive in her life. And she is evangelizing everyone. Because she has surrendered her whole life to God and she said, Father Richard, I don't care whether I live one more day or a hundred more years, it doesn't matter to me. I've given my whole life to Jesus. It doesn't matter. And she is so free. She got COVID, isolated. She said, hey, I'm on a silent retreat now with Jesus. She has surrendered her whole life to Jesus. And he's, he's writing an amazing story of her life. And so we are called to do the same. We're called to surrender our whole life to Jesus. Everything of our past, everything of our future, he wants it all. And at every Mass, we're called to surrender everything to Him. All of the broken pieces, we're called to give it to Him. Going to Mass is like going to a waste depot. 
And many people say, I don't get anything out of Mass. What are you bringing? What are you bringing to the Waste Depot? If you go to a Waste Depot and you say, I, don't, I didn't get anything out of the Waste Depot, well, that's a, bad, that's a bad statement. Did you bring all the stuff you needed to, to surrender? Did you? How much of the brokenness did you bring? You got lots of this. Jesus wants to take it all. You're called to surrender all your past to Jesus. Gather up everything of your past. Lay it on the altar. Jesus, I give you everything. Going to Mass is like going to a publishing house. And we're like, I only got like seven pages and I'm scared of what might come. And you're called to surrender the manuscript of your life to Jesus. Jesus, I give you full control of my life. You write the story. You're the author. You're called to surrender everything to him. And he'll take care of it. He already has this in mind for every single one of you. He's got the trilogy in his mind for every person here. And you got to surrender the manuscript of your life to him. Everything of your past, all the brokenness, your whole story, give it to Jesus. Everything of your future, all of the worries, fears, doubts, anything, give it to Jesus. Surrender your life to him. 